Hi, welcome back to Kansas City's Marketing and Advertising Podcast. I am your host again, David English, and I have with you today a guest that I have been trying to get together with for, for about a month or so. Or so. The holidays messed us up. Um, you know, some, some scheduling errors occurred, but at the end of the day, I am elated to bring this conversation to you because, frankly, I get so many inquiries from you listeners, which I appreciate, about radio. Um, you ask about, you know, how to book a campaign, where to book a campaign. And while I can have those conversations with you, I think it would benefit you more to bring you an organization like we're going to talk to today. The man in the, in sitting next to me is Mark Harrell. He is the uh, vice president, general manager of Steel City Media. And if Steel City doesn't ring a bell, the radio stations they work through will. Uh, KFKF, uh, Mix 93.3. Uh, KC 102 and, um, and and of course Q 104, they're the voice of Kansas City. So many people listen to this radio station. I'm, these radio stations, I'm willing to bet that um, if you haven't heard of one of them, you've heard of all of them. So please t- sit down. If you've, if you're one of the group that has been asking questions about radio, I encourage you to please get a pen, get a paper, take some notes because this is going to be a great conversation. With that said, I'm going to turn it over to Mark. Um, how you doing, man? Great to have you here. Doing great. That was a great intro. I feel like we should just throw out my number and just call it a day. I, You know what? We're both busy. We can do that if you want to. <laughs> no, that was awesome. Uh, Thank you. Uh, but I meant what I said. In, in all you know, seriousness, your radio stations are, you know, for a lot of people, the voice of Kansas City. It's how they get their information, mm-hmm. um, where they get just their great vibe, um, the, the difference in the stations and the different demographics they reach, I mean, allow you to capture, I would argue, all of Kansas City, all of the metro. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, very fair. I mean, radio in general will reach about 95% of the whole metro. And, you know, what's great about our properties is is they're all mainstream formats. You know, we we don't have a uh, real niche station. I mean, you know, talking from country to top 40, um, to adult contemporary. I mean, it's going to hit the masses out there. And that, that was definitely intentional. I mean, it was intentional to make sure that, uh, if we had a message, we got it out there and we got it out to the whole market. Yeah. Well, you definitely succeeded in that really quick. Give us a rundown. Um, I briefly mentioned the stations, um, kind of explain to people, you know, still city who you are and why we're sitting down today. Sure. Yeah, so so Steel City is a local company here. Um, you know, we, we have our headquarters in Pittsburgh, but outside of those two stations, it's really just uh, those two stations and our four stations here. Uh, that's unusual in radio, especially for a size market like this. Uh, they're all getting gobbled up by the corporate giant. Um, and I would say most top 50 markets, all of the uh, broadcast companies are going to be corporate. So it's nice to be a local um, family-owned business. Uh, and then specifically with the four stations, I mean, in all spectrums, we've got Q104, which is young country. Um, that's going to break new country music and, and hit the country audience. You know, we've got KC1021. That's going to be your adult contemporary. That's going to play uh, all types of genres, everything from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and things that were out, you know, uh, a few years ago that were big hits. Uh, then we have KFKF. KFKF is going to be the second longest running station uh, of any format in the nation. 
Um, randomly, the number one is KPRS, also here, so homegrown of the two. Um, but KFKF has been on the air for over 50 years in the same format on the same dial. Position. I didn't know that. That is fantastic. Yeah, huge heritage there. Wow. And then switching to Mix 93.3, I mean, that's going to be your top 40 station that's playing all of your contemporary hits. And, and again, um, probably the largest format of the four that we have, reaching about one out of every three people in Kansas City. Well, I don't doubt it. I told my wife where I was going today um, this morning, and the first thing she said, she's like, "Please go there in the morning and go visit Rocket and Teresa." Yeah. And that's that's who she listens to in the morning. That's that yeah. to, her alarm clock might be set to it. Yeah, Sundays. well, that's awesome. Every time I pull into my driveway, my neighbor will come running out and and uh, give me some update on Rocket and Teresa that uh, I didn't know yet uh, <laughs> that she had got insight on. But you know, they're definitely a major staple here in this market, and they've. Uh, been great. I think they're celebrating. I think we're coming up to 20 years uh, this year. What has what has garnered so much attention with that? Because they are a staple. You're right. How have they built that reputation? Is it consistency? Is it just a great brand and message during while they're on air? What I, I think it's all of the above. But but really giving them credit, it's having that personal relationship with their audience. Right. You know. Um, Every single one of our jocks are live and local. Uh, that's that's really unusual. I mean, again, I already talked about the corporate giants, but you know, in today's time, you know, you might have actually. I hired a program director in a different market that uh, he was programming three different stations, and he was the voice on on three different markets. We don't do that here, and and specifically, you know, with Rock and Teresa and all of my jocks, they are talking about Kansas City issues to Kansas Cityans um, and talking about things that matter here, whether it is the Chiefs and how we all feel on. Monday Monday after a loss, or whether it's um, about sports on either side of, of the border, whether you're talking about MU, K-State, or you're talking about um, KU, uh, anything that has to do with here, you know, in any issues when it comes to government shutdown and, and how it's affecting the thousand of employees here in Kansas City, they're going to have that relationship. Um, but also they're going to be very family friendly and, and very safe. Yep. You know, it's something that if you have kids, you can listen um, in the car with kids and you don't have to cringe if you hear about something. You don't have to explain a subject afterwards when uh, that child says, mommy, daddy, you know, what does X mean? Yep. It's it's safe. You're, you're not going to have those awkward questions. So you get a lot of that on a lot of your stations in general. I mean, it's really great. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit and kind of gear the conversation towards my audience that's listening to the podcast. I get a lot of inquiries about advertising and how do I grow my business? And the question is radio. You know, it's, it comes back to radio. Um, obviously radio is incredibly popular. They do great things. It's been a media that has been dominant in the area, specific, specifically Kansas city for a very long time. Um, as far as Advertising, promoting within your organization. I mean, we can advertise across brands and different stations, and that's a conversation they just need to have with someone here, right? Sure. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. You know, the the, the benefits of radio specifically, you know, will be um, frequency. Radio is obviously a frequency medium. If you think about today's world and everything that you go on from the moment that you wake up until the moment you go to sleep, you're getting blasted with so many different messages. I mean, everything from your phone to billboards to signs to TV to radio to anything you can mention, somehow a, a bus driving by is going to have a message on it. And so your brain gets overloaded. And, and the benefit of radio is really to take that message and drill it home. And to cut through the clutter of everything else that's out there um, and just get whatever that message is. It could be branding. It could be directional. It could be price. It could be uh, feel good. It could be charity, uh, charity oriented. 
it's just to take that message and hit it home and make sure that you cut through that clutter and you get that uh, consumer that you're trying to reach to do whatever that action that you're trying to do is. Well, it's definitely the strength of the media is you can sit down and in a short period of time, long if you choose, but a short period of time, explain who you are, why you're here, why they should work with you, and then go on to the next. I mean, it's a very point-blank media that is easy for business owners, I would think, to find attractive when they're trying to grow their business. Sure. No, no definitely. And, and it's, it's um, very much about a call to action and getting results immediately. Right. If you look at a lot of different mediums, and there's a place for all mediums, but specifically when it comes to radio, um, we have the immediacy of being able to change that message at the drop of a hat. If I get a call right now and someone needs a message changed up, I can get it on the air in the next, I'm gonna say hour, but I can probably do it in the next 10 to 15 minutes to change that up. Sure. In different mediums, there's a lot of challenges with that. Uh, with TV, which is a great medium, but you've gotta stay with that message or you've gotta pay money for a lot of TV production to get that out there, and any changes is going to not be done immediately. You're gonna to have to get a film crew and you're gonna to have to get it out. Um, same with outdoor. Outdoor, great medium, but you're paying for that vinyl, you're getting it up, and if you have a change to make, it's not coming down the next day and a new one going up. Um, so, you know, when it comes, and, and same with, I mean, even print, it, once that hits, that has a shelf life and you can't change what that is. But with radio, you can change. You can um, do whatever switch to that message that you need done and you can do it immediately. Well, radio has a lot of options too. I mean, it's it's endorsements from the, from the radio jacks. It's uh, messages, you know, through your traditional commercials. I mean, there's a lot that you can do to help brand your company. Through, through radio. It's not just a, a radio, a 30 second spot at the end of a bunch of songs. No, and, and, and that's something we, you know, as our company really wants to provide um, is, I mean, as much as we can, kind of a one-stop one shop uh, to really be true marketing professionals for our clients. So, you know, you're correct. We have all kinds of ways that we can just get a message, anything from short form, which is five or 10 seconds, all the way up to a 60 second commercial. But outside of that, we can do sponsorships. We can do things that are attached to a feature. So we talked about Rocket and Teresa. She has Teresa's tabloid trash that people listen to every single day at a certain time. If someone wants to sponsor that, that's appointment listening where they're gonna turn on just for that. Mm -hmm. um, Casey1021 also has a great one that's uh, Gen X versus Millennials. People love that, that feature because they know that someone's gonna turn on during that to listen to that message um, but then you're right you have testimonials where you can have jocks be on your product and give a testimonial we have several people who are doing weight loss and they've lost a lot of weight and are good spokespeople of how to live a healthier life and you know you trust these people as if they're your friends and when they recommend something they're not putting their name on it unless it, it matters um, we have remote broadcasts where we will go out on location and we will drive traffic and bring people out, whether it's through pricing or options or register to win tickets that people can't get or backstage experiences. We have those things to get people on site so that they can come visit whoever our partners is, their location and what they have to offer. And then outside of that, I mean, there are various things from sponsorships around town. You know, we always say that we own several hills here in Kansas City, and right. that goes from specific brands that we have, such as Red, White, and Boom, uh, Yalapalooza, um, Birthday Bash. You know, each station has their own unique uh, concert uh, event, something that they put on, and then as a 
station group, we have several events that we own in town. We were the ones who put on Casey Taste last year. We are the ones that are doing the brew and shoes around town. We are the ones that are doing job fairs. And so no matter what that client's message is, if it works for one of those, we just have other arms that they can attach themselves to in order to brand them. That's great. Now, the I've had three people in the last couple weeks uh, reach out to me and ask, uh, specifically radio, is it just for the big boys in town? I mean, can any business pick the phone up? There are a lot of options as far as fitting into budgets and different ways to break down a campaign. It's not just for the big players in town. It's really anyone. No, n- not at all. I, I, I would say if anyone has um, an advertising budget, no matter how small or big, there is, there is a place for them in radio. Um, how that is done um, is really strategic. I mean, I can take any budget and, you know, I would not recommend going on four stations if you have a small budget. I would say, who is the station that makes sense for whatever you're trying to do, and let's really narrow it down and let's just be on one. So rather than spreading, you know, your eggs too thin, we put it all kind of in one basket and we, we hit that home. Also, depending on how much someone's budget has, if they don't have enough to be on every single day with that consistent message, then let's pick one day out of the week. Let's pick something and do more vertical than horizontal um, because it makes more sense to hit someone multiple times in that day than it does to try to spread it out. And those are conversations you'll have based on, because you have numbers as far as demographics of who listens to what stations, Correct. age, gender, uh, uh, Break, you can probably break it Socioeconomic, down. Socioeconomic. Yeah, uh, we, we can have any, any, any type of qualitative research uh, that we pay lots of money for uh, to be able to go out and uh, say, you know, we have X number of consumers that shop at XYZ stores. Right. So they're in the market of doing this. We have X number of consumers that are looking to purchase a vehicle in the next six months. Um, but it's not just big purchases like that. It's, it's how many people have attended a sporting event. How many people have um, gone in and shopped for furniture. How many people have... Um, a, a tax accountant. I mean, any category that's in there, something will fit with the qualitative that we have to be able to say, okay, this is our audience. This is what makes sense. And so this is how I would strategically put that campaign in place. That's great. Now, you also have a digital arm, correct? We do have a digital arm. Can you talk about that for a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, years ago before digital was the new buzzword, right. um, before everyone had heard about all the other partners and literally hundreds of businesses, if not um, tens of thousands, have have opened up to start pushing digital. Um, It it was something that we knew um, as an industry, we had to be ahead of the curve in order to to keep um, growing this business. Um, And it was going back several years ago when there were a lot of automotive industries that started saying in order to get their co-op money, Um, for their advertising, they had to start placing money into digital. And so at that point, we just started researching and and, uh, uh, we had an employee actually who had come back to us from working at Garmin and, you know, started to put together their own uh, digital product that we went out on the streets and sold. What that looked like six years ago and what that looks like today is night and day different. you know, now we have anywhere I would say from probably about 50 preferred partners that we can choose from on whatever that client's needs are. Um, but it is is has proven to be very successful. And so now, if a client uh, has a digital budget, or if they don't, you know, we recommend putting it. A lot of times, people will start to take it out of radio, and we've had a lot of people that have taken their radio budget gone over to digital and then came back to radio because you need both and you shouldn't rob one bucket um, for another 
you, you need to figure out how to start saving money and, and be able to have a full multimedia campaign that includes digital instead of taking it from some, something else. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that because I tell my clients as well, like the last thing you want to do is put all of your money in, in unless you're limited and there are expect, exceptions to this rule. But understand how your spend looks and understand what you're, what you're spending your money on. If you, you need to be in radio and in TV and in outdoor, let's figure out that plan. But, yeah, absolutely. And, and to your point before, I mean, it, you, you don't have to have deep pockets. You just no, have to have a smart marketing professional who you can trust, who can really guide yeah. you that route. I agree. I mean, because it doesn't take deep pockets. Mm -hmm. It takes a, a strategic plan and an idea. Um, you, if you walk into any rep, I bet if it's a radio rep or an outdoor or TV rep and say, here's my plan. Here's how I want to brand myself. It's the rep's job to sit down and say, okay, here's an idea. Here's how we want to do that and formulate something that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take deep pockets. It takes an yeah. idea. It takes a plan. It takes, an, you know, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because it's, it's refreshing for it to come out of someone else's mouth because I've mentioned it several times on the podcast. But um, switching gears a little bit, something you haven't, you hinted at briefly, but you haven't really dug into. Each station has been incredibly beneficial to Kansas City from a philanthropic standpoint. Sure. Um, you guys are out there. Your faces are out there. You've raised more money for Kansas City. And, and it, yeah, I think people realize you're rather humble about it. But do you mind talking about it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I mean, every station has either one or multiple charities that they really like to uh, support. Um you know, Mix 93.3 used to, uh, for KU Med and Children's uh, Mercy, uh, used to do a radiothon for, for many, many years. We uh, kind of left the traditional radiothon element there and have decided to support multiple charities across the board. So everything from, you know, the, the whole person to uh, AIDS Walk to uh, pretty much when it comes to Mix, uh, Every charity that's out there has had some benefit from Mix. Oh, I mean, going also to uh, Go Red for Women that we have coming up in February, to Komen, to uh, any walk in town has been a partner with Mix. Uh, KFKF has done, I mean, I think it's been, we're in the late 20s. I want to say it's somewhere between 25 and 28, but we've done the St. Jude uh, radiothon every year. Right. Um, you know, last year I think we raised three hundred eighty-seven thousand uh, dollars on one station in the course of two days. Um, if you add it all up, uh, we are well into several million dollars over the years that we have supported for St. Jude. Uh, KBQ, um, they do their uh, celebrity golf tournament every year. Uh, that money benefits uh, uh, Children's Mercy, uh, and then they have uh, different. Um, Charities that they do around Christmas time that they're going out and supporting and, and getting uh, various shelters and things to make sure that kids have Christmas. Uh, and then, you know, KC1021, uh, they have been supporting Variety for many, many years, Variety Children's uh, um, Charity and here in Kansas City and helping kids with uh, mobility issues and any, any child with special needs to make sure that they can uh, have a... Um, normal experience as a kid you know that they can play on the playground uh, with everyone else and that there are adaptive playgrounds throughout the city uh, I think they're up to six or seven playgrounds throughout the city so that kids can go um, 
uh, one of the partners that we work with uh, there, she actually threw out the first pass at the Chiefs game on Sunday. So oh, that, nice. that was a fun um, partnership uh, with Variety. So, I mean, all of the stations, it's, it's something that uh, is really important to us. And it's, it's just things that we want to make sure that we're giving back. Again, local radio stations giving back, you know, locally to, to people here. Is that, this is a dumb question, but why is that so important for you guys? It's, it's obvious that it's, you know, true to your heart and something that's very important to what you do um is it because of the kansas city connection you have what what, what makes that so important for you guys I, I just think for any business i mean you, you you have to give back i mean to to any person that makes you successful and kansas city has made our four stations successful so to take that and not give back to something here in kansas city i think is so um this is personally, but I think it's so selfish. So I, I think it's important, um, you know, for you to be a real community hometown person to have local ties and charities. And it doesn't have to be one, but just do something in your community. Um, you know, not to go political, but with the government shutdown, we're getting ready next week to go out. There's there's thousands of federal employees um, here that are not getting paid. Uh, and so we are going out and we have reached out. Uh, uh, there's actually a federal chamber of commerce that we've reached out to. And we're going to start fundraising and, and uh, provide meals and, and hopefully gift certificates and things for, for people here in Kansas City. And it's just, again, it's something that... I think we have a responsibility to the community and something that is suffering and hurting here in the community, um, then I think we owe it to ourselves to react to that and try to make Kansas City better than it was yesterday. What a genuine response. I mean, it, that, that's not a canned answer either. I can tell, and I wish people could see the conversation here, but that's, that's a genuine response, and I, I appreciate that. I really well, do. Thank you. Um, I don't want to take up all day. I mean, we're going to wrap up in a few minutes. Um, if someone wants to reach out to Steel City, if they have a business and then, you know, big or small, and they want to talk about radio and how that works, what what's the best way to do that? What's the best way to reach you guys? Um, yeah, you can go to our websites, any of the station websites, or you can go to um, uh, the overall company website, the Steel City Media uh, website. And on the bottom of that is our contact information. You can reach there and it goes directly to our sales manager. You can contact me directly. Um, you know, it's M Harrell, M H A R R E L L, at steelcitymedia.com. Um, and I will make sure that, that people get in the right hands. Or you can call our main line, which is 816 753 4000, and they'll make sure that they get a professional that. Uh, um, can help them through. There's a lot of challenges and, you know, there are a lot of people out there too that are going to take your money because you've got money. Um, and, and that's sad, but you know, it, it's with any business, it's not just with media, it's, it's anywhere you go. Um, people are going to act like experts, but you know, here I pride myself. We have a small sales staff for the size of organization that we are. Um, and I would put my finger on every single one of them to be true marketing professionals that can help someone, um, with their needs. That's wonderful. That's great. And, and I encourage it. anyone, I mean, if radio is something you want to explore, um, give them a call. I mean, really do, because it's, uh, it is a good media. I, um, I get so many inquiries about it. I think it was worth bringing you, you in today. Um, and, um, you know, you're such a great representation of Kansas City and, and the people that we are here and, you know, how 
this city functions, I, the podcast would be missing out if Steel City wasn't part of it. So well, um, I, I really do appreciate it. I, I appreciate that. I mean, I mean, one thing about the medium is it's not going anywhere. Right. You know, I mean, everyone knows the song Video Killed the Radio Bug. Um, it didn't. Afterwards, it was everything with satellite. It was everything with, you know, the cars having um, all these new new bells and whistles. Then it was with digital. Radio's not going anywhere. We've, we've had to adapt. um but this is still a really successful radio market. And so, you know, I just encourage people to look into it. And, and I'm more than willing to offer um, advice to anyone as well, even if it's not about radio. If someone has marketing advice or anything about digital or anything just about a marketing mix, I mean, shoot me an email, ask me a question. I, I love helping businesses. That's great. Everyone, I can't thank you enough for tuning in. I uh, really do appreciate it. Um, for continued questions, I, I love getting them. I, I appreciate the feedback. My email is denglish at ad-trend.com, T-R-E-N-D.com. Um, please listen, subscribe, share this podcast. I can't thank you enough. And um, we'll be back next week with another great guest. Appreciate it. I want to quickly say thank you again to those of you who check in and listen to this podcast week in and week out. Uh, it really means a lot to me. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate um, all your support. Listenership is going up week over week. I have more people chiming in all the time, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. If you're interested in sponsoring the show or being part of the show, please let me know. My email address is denglish at ad-trend.com. Questions can be emailed there as well, and we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.